This episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is sponsored by the most awesome Nick B, Elizabeth, Mikey H, Armando M, and Monica M. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. And welcome back for the 94th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the ho- <laughs> rewind anniversary episode. <laughs> What's up? Was that was that convincing? Super convincing. Thanks. I'm gonna do like a like a um like a record scratch. Hell yeah! When I edit it or not, I don't know if I will or not. You will. Don't quote me on that. Quoter. It's our second anniversary, guys. Oh, my God. We both forgot about it because we're an old married couple. Yes, we forgot about it just like an old married couple. (laughs) It's adorable. We're basically the cutest and you love us. Okay. So as a true anniversary, we are drinking and enjoying our lives. It's also a Friday before a long weekend. So I am in the spirit of fun. Hell yeah. So this will be a fun episode. I will say right now, though, really quick, um, I poured myself a glass of rosé. However, I did not chill the rosé ahead of time, which is a big no-no. Faux pas. So in order to reconcile that, I thought it would be a good idea to put an ice cube in it. But then after I put the ice cube in it, I was like, ah, now I'm an old lady from Long Island. Oh, my God. With the ice cube in her white zen. Yes. And then I was upset about it. But then I was like, well, damage is done. And also, I want my rosé to be cold. So I just let it go. And now my rosé still isn't cold. So it's like, now it's just watered down and I'm upset about it. And it's not even cold. <laughs> I'm just drinking it anyway. Also, I've been drinking, so you're welcome. It's going to be that kind of episode. So in case you haven't listened to our first anniversary episode. Which is the best episode. Carly's favorite episode, and I think a couple of other of our listeners' favorite episodes. 10 out of 10. Um, we are just going to talk about the last year of Final Girls. The last from August to August. You know, we're doing a year. Uh, we're going to answer some of our listener questions. And then we have a little award ceremony for them films that we watched in the past <laughs> Did you year say for of Final Girls. For them films. <laughs> so that sounded for like films. <laughs> it, that's 100% possible. <laughs> for them films that we watched. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you I get like Southern when I drink. <laughs> Maybe you never noticed it before. I haven't. It's just the first time. <laughs> I'm basically like steel magnolias when I drink. It's like oh hell yeah, yeah. I get I become Dolly Parton. I love or something. it. We use a okay. Pedro. <laughs> I love steel magnolias. Same. Can I just talk about this on the anniversary of our horror podcast? Absolutely. It's uh, how much I love steel magnolias. It's so good, and it's one of the fa- my favorite plays that I've ever done. It's oh, is it a play? I didn't even. Yeah, know. it's based off of a play. Oh. By Tracy Well, that Lutz. just makes it even better. Is it a musical or a drama? It's a drama. 
Oh. I was a Nell. I had a lot oh. of really awesome wigs. <laughs> oh, a Nell. Yeah. She's the she's the one that was in the abusive relationship, right? Yes. Oh, great character. So good, so fun to play. Oh, sounds like fun. Okay, well, let's get into it since we should be talking about horror things. Our horror podcast. We have so many listener questions to get through. I'm going to be honest. We haven't thought about these too much ahead of time. And we've been drinking. So if you want accurate answers, now probably isn't the time. It'll just be uh, something we do off the cuff. Yep. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Why don't you read this first question? Because it's long and I don't know that I can do it. Okay. From Mikey H, we have, what do you miss most about the East Coast, if anything? I know you love it out West. I only ask because I've never moved from one side to the other. But I was thinking you might miss something. When I lived in Miami, I missed autumn in New York. I love hoodie and jeans weather. That's a good question. That is a good question. So I'm from New York State originally. Carly has been all over, but she's lived in the East Coast quite a bit. Yeah. So you could answer this question. Thank you. Uh, why don't you start, though? Oh, um, it's hard to say. I honestly, um, I miss the people the most, I guess. Um, I don't necessarily miss living in New York, though. I lived in Westchester. I grew up in Westchester, and then I lived in the Bronx for a little bit. And I don't know. I, I feel like it's a great place for me to go visit, and I'm, I always have a good time when I go visit, but I don't think I would ever move back. Oh, that was depressing. Why? I feel the opposite. I lived in New York my whole life until I moved out here about 10 years ago, which sounds like a long time, but doesn't feel like a long time. <laughs> um, and I love a lot about it. I love the change in seasons. Like, I love fall. I, I miss actual fall here. I feel uh, like we, we kind really of get, get fall. fall. We don't. I mean, you have to um, drive someplace gets... for fall, but it, it's available. Here's what I miss, though. I miss <laughs> apple cider donuts. Don't exist here. Yes, they I do. Miss re- what? Not real apple cider donuts. Oh they God. do not taste the same. Not even a little I bit. Don't, Carly, where? I mean, you live in San Diego, I guess. So I guess that makes sense. But every year I go apple picking and I get apple cider donuts, and they're so good. Where do you go apple picking? Where you get apple cider donuts? It's like somewhere. I don't know. It's like north. I don't really know. Okay, I never well, drive. I don't go north of LA ever. Well, then that's not that's fucking far. That for sounds me. like a personal problem. You should come out and come visit. Okay, we can, can I fucking finish apple my picking. Answer Sorry. to Mikey H's question <laughs> because I personally have not had apple cider donuts since I moved Starting out. Starting with a bang. I'm not going to drive three hours for them. Would okay. That's have. not going to happen. Which is what I would have to do. I don't see the problem. Go ahead. Oh my god. Shut up. Okay. Um, real apple cider, which I can get here, but I have to go to Julian. It's like a whole thing. Um, I miss uh I do miss fall just in general, like the the leaves changing color. I miss greenery, like I miss the grass being green all the time. I don't really miss winter, I'm gonna be honest. Not my favorite thing. Although I do miss it at Christmas time, but not any other time. Um, I miss Fryhoffers. If anyone is from New York and you know about Fryhoffers, then you know what's up. I miss their chocolate chip cookies on a regular basis. <laughs> um, what else do I miss? I miss Stewart's. Just Stewart's in general is amazing. Where I grew up, there were no 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven did not exist. We had Stewart's. Um, I have no idea okay. what Stewart's is. I, that's because you are not from the Albany area. That's true. Okay. Uh, what else do I miss from back home? Oh, real soft serve ice cream. Like legit soft serve ice cream. Oh, in the where trucks. They base- 
Yes, where they cover the entire thing with sprinkles. Yes. Oh, fucking love that shit. <laughs> I miss that a lot. Uh, I miss New York pizza. And pizza out here can be good, but it's not. It's not the same. It's not the same. Um, garlic knots, also not the same. True. Uh, they don't have granny slices or Sicilian pizza out here <laughs> from 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 anything I've thought of. Um I don't know. What else do I miss? You know what? Indian food is like really expensive out here. And I miss like cheap, good Indian food. I've actually never had Indian food out here. I think the only time I've ever had Indian food is actually on a, a date that I went on at, when I lived in New York. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I eat Indian food all the time. I love Indian food. Um, what else? I guess those are the main things. Mostly food and weather. I was going to say 90% of it's food. Yeah. Which is fair. I'm Italian. What do you want from me? (laughs) Uh, Also, I miss the people and the way people interact. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. here, people are fucking awful. I will... (laughs) Just in general, people here act like they're the only people in the world. And it drives me bonkers. Like... I think it's funny, but I get what there's you mean. Several, there's several occurrences where I'm walking through a mall and a person will walk directly into me like I don't exist. And I'm short, but like, come on, I'm not <laughs> invisible. <laughs> In New York, people people always think people from New York are rude, but they're not. They're just real and honest. So like, no one will ever ignore you, really. I mean, unless you're like pooping on the subway or something, you know. They won't ignore you then either. Well, I mean, I Even guess then they won't ignore you. Know, you're right, they won't. Yeah, they'll yell at you. That's true. And maybe <laughs> punch totally you in the face. You. Honestly, I miss almost everything about the East Coast, but I'm very happy here also. So I don't know that I'll ever move back. It'd be really hard to get my ho- my husband, who's from Hawaii, yeah. to deal with East Coast weather, um, but. I do miss it all the time. I miss Portland more than I miss New York. Well, you've lived a lot of places, yeah. but like New York's my home and only home. Yeah. You know? I okay. get it. Okay. So next we have Justin from Horror Business Podcast who asks, what are some scenes in any movie guaranteed to make you cry? Top answer. My girl after he dies and he's in the casket Ugh. and she comes in and she's oh, like god i know what you're saying he can't yeah. see without his glasses yep oh my god that's a good one i'm gonna cry right now he can't see without his glasses i have two okay i have more <laughs> i have two that jumped to my brain go ahead uh the cure basically that whole movie I don't know if you've ever seen it. I haven't. It's with Brad Renfro when he was a kid and Joseph Mazzello. And Joseph Mazzello is like this little kid who has AIDS. And they like make a boat to like sail to Mexico to like get a cure for like to find a cure. Basically, it I cry through the whole movie. Um, And then Harry Potter, the second to last one in particular movie. Really? And I'm I can't. It's a terrible spoiler, and I don't think you've seen the movies yet, so I'm not going to say. Have. I've seen all you of it. You have seen all but, of it. But, I have seen okay, all of well, it. Okay, well, I don't know. Should, can I say it's this when to a the special, podcast? It's when a certain thing dies. Yeah. A certain, with a, a, with certain a flying knife. A flying, dies. No, a flying knife happens. 
Yes. Yeah. A flying knife happens. Yeah. Yes. Ball. My friend. I don't care. I don't have to see any of the other movie. If I walk in and that scene is happening, I'm bawling my eyes out. I'm going to tell you honestly, I did not cry during the movie, but I cried my eyes out when it happened in the book. In the book. Yeah. 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 Bawling. Because it was book. It was a book on tape. He's just so tiny. Like, oh, I, can't I was driving it. and it was just like tears. Yeah. Just like I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, I will also say I was PMSing one time and I was watching. It was recently. And I was rewatching The Lion King for the first <laughs> time in maybe 20 years. And I cried so hard but not at the scene where everyone cries you know like where Mufasa dies did not cry at that part I cried at the beginning (laughs) when Rafiki holds baby Simba up and the circle of life sings it's magic I I cried my fucking little hormonal eyes out and I couldn't stop (laughs) it's just and then I was like upset that I was crying at that part. No, it's so good. So, That's my favorite. So then I, I went from like normal tearful crying to like anger, hateful crying. <laughs> <laughs> Just made it worse and more passionate. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. That was horrible. I always, okay. Lame is I'm crying the entire yep, movie. Yep. Surprisingly, the film Click, the the Adam Sandler movie Click, Haven't seen I cried it. almost the whole thing. Okay, I can see. I that, don't know though. why. Oh, the beginning it's a of very Up. Sad movie. Oh, Stop the beginning it. of Up. Every time, every time I'm, I'm crying. Bawling my I'll be out. honest with you. I cry more watching movies than in my regular life. All Same. the time. I feel like I feel a lot of that. Well, I don't yeah. know. I cry when I like hear some stuff t- sometimes too. But like whenever I'm watching something, like. I just feel like I'm overcome with emotion and I'll just start crying. Like, it's totally normal for me to just cry in any movie, really. Oh, you know what? Here, I just I just called it. I just got chills. Go. Stepmom. Oh. oh. Stepmom, when she, like, is singing and dancing around with them. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't. It hurts my heart. It's so sad. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Justin, let's, for bringing bring the mood back, bringing up. the emotion in. What's the next one? Okay, Justin also asks, "What are some movies you hadn't seen before that went against your expectations, good or bad?" Oh man, you hadn't seen before. Well, I mean, Key Fingers. I <laughs> see. I still haven't seen that. I wanted it to be so good. You never. Wait, wait, wait. You never saw the new Insidious film? No, because everybody is telling me how terrible it was. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to like <laughs> oh willingly walk God. into that without having an episode on okay, it. Okay, we have to do an episode exactly. on that. I mean, <laughs> I thought you've seen no, it. No, because every time wait, I thought wait. about it, I was like, or I could see because something Because I told you it was so awful. You just never bothered to it see it. We just were so you. excited to see it. It was movie. like everyone, everyone was like, this movie was shit. And so yeah. I was like, well gonna see something else well unfriended is also a great that's uh, what came to my mind yeah bad people movie that people think is bad that's good agreed um i think sleepaway camp kind of falls in there i'm trying to think like what went halloween three probably falls in there surprisingly good and bad at the same time that's kind of a different thing, I guess. Um, Exorcist 3? Yeah, that's a good one. 
where people just have super low expectations and then it's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. Um, mm. I'm going to shout this one out too. Okay. Lords of Salem. Although I don't love it, I expected to absolutely hate it and I didn't. Interesting. I haven't seen that. So It's like the only Rob Zombie movie I don't completely hate. I still partially hate it. I don't completely hate it. My neighbor is making a lot of noise, so sorry for that. Banging noise. No. Can't control it. <laughs> Just got a deal. Um, um, I think that's it. Do you have any more? I'm trying to think. I'm looking through my... Oh, oh, Sicario 2. I want... I, Sicario? Yeah, I don't know if people have seen Sicario. The first one's amazing. And so the second one came out and I was really excited about it. And it was like one of the most boring movies I've ever seen. Oh. <laughs> I was like really bummed and I like wasn't really sure because I saw it with Steve and Steve like yeah. the first one's like one of his favorite movies and so I was like not sure how to gauge it and I was like god if he asks me like what I think of this movie like I'm definitely gonna have to be like eh, not my favorite but I was like trying to think of like in a political way like how to you know like sure work around it and yeah right. it ended too and he was like what the fuck he was like that was <laughs> Nothing happened in that movie. And I was like, I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that. All right. Uh, at Junger128 asks, maybe you've done this and I just missed it, but it'd be fun to hear your personal top 10 horror film list. Good grief. This is complicated. So this is an off the cuff list. List. It's a lisk because it's an off the cuff lisk. You know, I just want to mention I was lis recently re-listening to our anniversary episode from last year because I wanted to remember what we did last year, and I called you Hori. <laughs> I was into it. It's fine, and I still can't get over it because I was trying to say horror and Carly at the same time, and I totally just like straight up called you Hori, hey. and it's. It's hilarious. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, the okay. worst. So Number 10. Top 10. The worst one. Let's start with the worst <laughs> one. Let's, you say your top, your 10, and I'll say my 10, and then we'll just work our way up. How's is that Is this go? like of all time? This is, it, I'm kind of just. Let's say of all time, this is a not, this is, this is not a, a, a real concrete list. This is an off the top of our heads list. Okay. Okay. Do Which is probably the most honest list. Let's be honest. Right? Yeah, we're not taking anything else into consideration, and it's in no particular order. Okay, good. Just I was go like, I feel like that. half of this is just going to be movies popping into my mind. Yeah, this is going to be movies popping in our head while we're drinking. Yeah, go number ten. I'm going to say Blair Witch Project. The thing. Ooh, that's a good one. Nine. Suspiria. Oh, I'm going to double down on that. Suspiria. Eight. Uh. Uh. Halloween. Yeah, I really I don't know. I like I know that it's not everybody's mm. cup. Of tea. I mean, I know everybody like likes it or appreciates it or whatever, but it's not everybody's favorite. It's I it's it's an it's one of those. You don't have to backpedal, girl. It's OK. Go. <laughs> no, eight. Um, um, what do I want to say? Demons. Oh, Uh, got to say Texas Chainsaw. Oh, double down on Texas Chainsaw. Um, I'm going to say Cabin in the Woods. 
Mm, I can't do that. Evil Dead 2. Oh, I like it. Um, what number is this? What? I have no idea. Six? Okay. Seven? Seven? Cool. Probably six. I, I think know. it's six because I think we did Texas Chainsaw was okay. that. Six. I'm going to keep count now with my fingers. Go oh, ahead. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I'm so dependable right now. The Shining. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Doubling down on The Shining. I love it when you go first. <laughs> um, aliens. The second one. Aliens. Sleepaway Camp. Ooh, Sleepaway Camp. Me too. That's my next one. Um, I think I'm going to say The Loved Ones. Hmm. Interesting. Um, um... I guess I can say Jaws. People classify that as horror, right? You should totally say Jaws. Yeah, that's definitely a Carly favorite. Cool. Um, the Changeling. Nice. What number are we on? Two. Um, I'm going to say Night of the Living Dead. Okay, I'm going to say Nightmare on Elm Street. I thought I already, did I say that already? You did not. Okay, well, I want that one too. Okay, Nightmare on Elm Street's your top number one. It's not my number one, it's whatever. I know, I know, but your (laughs) last one. Um, My last one will be... I feel like it needs to be an 80s movie. <laughs> mm. This hurts me. My head hurts. Can I have two honorable mentions? Yes. Uh, can I go with The, the Descent and um, um, Bone Tomahawk? Ooh. That's a good Thanks. one. Thanks. Um, I want to go with... Fright Night. Oh, so good. Okay. All right. Those are, that's a not concrete no. list, by the way. That's off the cuff and it hurt really badly. That's a, Amy has rose and I have botanical gin in my system. Oh my God. I love botanical gin. Same. I'm really happy right now. <laughs> Actually, I have botanical vodka, not botanical gin, but I also love that. Ooh, I've never had botanical vodka. Oh, they make it now. It's so good. I like it. Okay. Uh, What's next? Uh, Kung Fu Dracula says, what do you guys think is the greatest haunted house movie? And yes, the cabin in Evil Dead counts as a haunted house. Easy. Go. The Changeling. Hmm. The Changeling. It's got to be the Changeling for me. I love the changeling. In case you didn't know, do you know that it was it made your top te- your top ten? But so did Evil Dead too. That's true. Sorry, um, I just apologize to the table. I bumped <laughs> <from> you against. <laughs> just want everyone to know. Um, you got to come up with one. I know you love Cabin in the Woods. Just pick Cabin. In I the do, Woods. but it's not technically a haunted, a haunting. Well, if they're counting Evil Dead as a count gonna, as a haunted can house, I, then well, can I say the sh- the Shining or Poltergeist? Of course, I'm going to say Poltergeist. Oh, that's a. Good we one. never mentioned that really, and it's 
Oh, I love it. It scared the shit out of me when I was little. So we need to do a poltergeist episode also. I agree. At some point. Okay. Uh, Somebody remind us later, by the way, about poltergeist. Because we won't remember. Stop it. Stop. I'm helping. I'm helping you. (laughs) (laughs) At Bling 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 Bomber ass. Shh. Quiet. (laughs) Mama Bear speaking. That's me. At Blink Bomber asks, looking back, how do you think the podcast has affected your view on horror if different than from the beginning? Um, It's definitely opened my mind, I think. I've learned a lot more about modern horror films, which I think I was kind of uh, unaware of a lot of modern horror films. Um... I think it's made me a more rounded, well-rounded horror fan. I've been exposed to films I probably never would have checked out originally. Definitely. Um, I think, I feel like all I watch now is horror and then like movie-wise and then like TV shows is kind of like what I use to get away, not get away from horror movies, but like, I don't know, whenever I put on a movie, I feel like I could be watching a horror movie and like for the podcast or talking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's definitely made me gravitate towards checking out new horror movies, which I, I didn't mm-hmm. always do uh, before. Like I was always interested in like bigger movies, but not necessarily like the small ones that are lesser known and fabulous that are on like Netflix or Hulu or Shudder. Um, so I, I would agree that it's definitely made me like more well-rounded and it's kind of brought to my attention more things that I, I don't think I would have paid attention to otherwise. I also, he also asks, how would your view of each other, uh, how, how about your view of each other? How has that changed throughout our podcast? Also, he notes that he loves how differing our opinions can be sometimes. <laughs> I think that's what's so great about it. Um, is that we do have such differing opinions sometimes, which is awesome. And also it's just funny when we both hate something. Um, I don't know. But in general, I think our view of my view of you has just kind of strengthened. Like I, I feel like we've become better friends through this experience. Um, I mean, we were I, 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 we were basically acquaintances before we started yeah. this, and now I feel like we really know each other, and, and we get to talk every week, and not just about podcasts. I mean, we're constantly texting each other and, and, and interacting, so I, th- I feel like it's strengthened our relationship, and we have a really solid friendship 100%. Now. And I love and I love, I love you. you too. It's true, because like when we first started this, like, I mean, we used to hang out in college a bunch, but... Um, like over a decade yeah ago. <laughs> like forever ago and so when um and then we would like casually like be like oh hey like you like this i like this that's cool and then we started doing this podcast and it's really kind of just like progressed um yeah progressed our relationship in a really awesome way and i mean luckily we get along pretty yeah. well yeah <laughs> and we and we work pretty well uh, together yeah which is good it's very lucky i'm neurotic and crazy and carly's <laughs> super relaxed so it kind of evens itself out totally and it's just like it's so easy because i mean you can't 
I mean, it's so easy for you. No, I mean like the the way that we vibe <laughs> off of each other. No, it's like, true. We we work well. I together. mean, it's hard to um be kind of just pull random people and put them in a, a situation like this and tell them to just go and then like have it work two years later. So I think that that's really awesome. It's true. I mean, I. I mean, we hung out a bunch in college, mm-hmm. but I don't think I really knew much about your background or, um, you know, your life now. And now I feel like I'm an active part you of totally it. totally are. We so talk so much every day. You're an active part of my life and I Me love it. Too. I love what we've become. Like, this could have easily been a disaster. Like, this could have easily not worked. Um, and I think if you listen to our earlier episodes, you'll notice, like, our interactions are a lot less... Um, I don't know, brazen, <laughs> brazen or honest. Uh, and now we're just kind of like mess with each other and we're cool. You yeah. Know? Um, it's, it's really awesome. I'm happy that we're doing this and continue to do this. And I've always said, I don't care how many listeners do we have. I'm infinitely uh, happy with our listener base and we might not have the most listeners in the world, but we have some of the best listeners, I think. And, Um, even if we didn't have any listeners, I would still want to do this because I enjoy it and I enjoy hanging out with you every week. Same. I love you. I love you too, sweetie. Okay. (laughs) What's next? Oh, Joe L. You want to read that I do. Um, Joe says, what is one film either from the last year or in general that you feel doesn't get talked about enough or is sadly misunderstood? Mother. That's a good one. I don't, like, I feel like we talk about it a lot, but I think in general, people don't really talk about it a lot. And I think that it's misunderstood and misinterpreted. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, I don't know. I think that's a good one. And we always mention Unfriended, obviously. Stay tuned for more on Mother. Yes. That's streaming now, by the way. If you haven't gotten a chance to check it out. Do it. You can do so now because we're going to be doing an episode on that eventually soon, maybe. I don't know. Okay. uh, Do you have any more you want to say on that or can we move on? Um, I wish... I don't know, like maybe this is, well, I don't, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't follow up on like horror news a lot, but I feel like not a lot of people, at least that I know, ever got a chance to check out uh, Better Watch Out. Oh, that's a good one, though. And that's true. A lot of, I mean, it's really big in our modern horrors community because we talk about it and the modern horrors guys talk about it and our listeners have seen it. But I think a lot of people outside of our little circle here have not. And I can agree that that one is um, sorely underwatched. Yes, that is mine. I don't know if it's misunderstood. No, I don't think it's misunderstood. But it's definitely underwatched. But the first one, yeah. like, doesn't, yeah, didn't get enough around. Because I think it was just on Shudder. Um, it also got kind of drowned behind Babysitter. Because yeah. the Babysitter came out first and was very popular. Um, at least from what I saw through social media. You know, they had the whole Stranger Things mm-hmm. poster. And they had a lot of stuff behind it that I think helped 
um, boost its popularity, where I think the, the Better Watch Out came out shortly after that and kind of got overshadowed by The Babysitter because they both were about babysitters, but it's very different film. Totally. Um, and I know how much you loved uh, Better Watch I Out. I really it so liked much. it as well, but I know you like absolutely. I loved really it. did. I really like. I really yeah. liked it the first time I saw it, and then the second time I saw it, I loved it because, like, I you know, you see things that you didn't yeah. see. It's a great one, and and if you haven't seen it yet, I mean, do it. Okay, so next we have Pier Six, who says. Um, can I preface this by saying we have definitely gotten some joke questions along the way, which is totally fine. Um, we will answer them because <laughs> I've been drinking and I don't care. I'm going to answer your ridiculous questions. Uh, <laughs> they say there's no stupid questions. Let's find out and see. <laughs> if two identical twin brothers met two identical twin sisters and they became pregnant, would the babies be identical? Maybe. I think they would probably be pretty fucking close to identical. They might not be actually identical, though. I think being actually identical would need to happen if they were in, you know, the same egg or the same woman's body. Uh, if this was some sort of natural birth is what I'm assuming. Uh, but they probably would look pretty similar. Yeah, uh, I feel like... I mean, there's identical gotta be this twins existing in real life, right? Like, well, I mean, there's probably a thing. Well, here's the thing: is that usually a kind like I don't know if this is true. <laughs> Just talking out of my ass right now. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, We're scientists. Scientifically speaking, um, <laughs> it's really a roll of the die, right? Like, you can't guarantee yeah. it. Obviously, there are some. Um, there are some of those situations where maybe it like skips a child or even like it won't be your kids, but their kids will like, it's really just kind of like, you know, who knows? 50, 50. I will tell you 50, right 50. now, 50. I, I have a cousin that I look very similar mm -hmm. to and we only share 50% of the same DNA in that, you know, my mother and her father were brother and sister but we look very similar my husband says she's the blonde version of yeah. me um so i would think if they are brother and sister or sister and sister brother brother they're gonna look pretty fucking similar now they're not gonna be identical that's impossible because right. be identical to has be to be the, same, the egg. same egg yeah but they're gonna be pretty fucking close i don't know i still think it i i feel like i remember this science thing that we did in science class when i was little where it was literally like you had it wasn't an experiment it was a science it, thing. i mean i guess it was an experiment Continue. but it wasn't really because it wasn't real but it was right. like you literally had like all of like the different chromosomes and like for brown mm. and blue and whatever and how many out of how many sure. is the chances and you would literally just like roll a die or flip yeah. a coin even, Genetics. you know, and then be like, okay, yes. so it was this or it was this or it was this. And so I just feel like, you know, maybe I think it's 50 50. They wouldn't be identical, but they definitely look related. There's no way they don't look similar is what I'm saying. Well, what if one of well, I guess that wouldn't make sense. No, what if like the brothers had 
a uncle that had red hair or something like that. Like their father's brother had red hair for some reason or something. But there's no way they don't look similar. That's what I'm saying. They're going to look similar. I mean, they're going to look related. They might not be identical, but they're going to look. I mean, we can talk about this forever. But see, (laughs) what I'm saying is that like me and my brother are both adopted. We are not related in, in like in blood in any way, but we've been mistaken for twins before. Like, and we're like eight years apart, which is crazy. But like, so I'm saying that like, they're going to look related because they are related. Wait, are you really adopted? I didn't. Surprise. Know. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Um, I'm not really surprised by that, which is weird, but I, <laughs> I like, look nothing like my parents. Here's the thing. I have friends that are adopted and I can, I feel like it's never surprising when I find out they're adopted. Yeah. It's just, I don't know why there's like a thing about adopted kids where they're like really mellow and cool. <laughs> Thanks. Is that a weird thing no, to say? I like it. I'm not sorry about it. It's true. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, I've never met anyone that wasn't a twin or wasn't adopted that wasn't like mellow and cool. Is that a weird thing to say? I don't care. I'm going to say it. <laughs> She's saying it. I'm saying but it. But so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, it's, it depends. The answer is no, because they aren't from the same egg. They can't be identical. <laughs> Lay in the smackdown. Moving okay. on. <laughs> End of story. Moving on. Scotty Slasher says, "Yeah, <laughs> who are some of your?" We spent like ten minutes on that. To by that. The way. To that technical done and done <laughs> answer. Fucking stupid bullshit question. That person doesn't even not even listen to our. Thanks, show. Pierre Six. Continue. Um, Scotty Slasher asks, "Who are some of your favorite new indie horror directors from the last ten years or so?" Uh, to now I have a whole list here so do you want me to go first <laughs> um I'm thinking I'll go first like the ones that jump to my brain you're gonna steal are, mine, are two are stupid. two of yours so you should just okay. say yours okay Sean Byrne who I'm obsessed with right now he's my new obsession he did uh he did the love the loved ones and he did the devil's candy and i can't wait to see what else he comes out with uh love him mike flanagan as i've said numerous times in the on the podcast Mm -hmm. love love mike flanagan i have not hated any of his films uh karen kusama i think she's fantastic and i can't wait to see what else she comes out with um the invitation is amazing and if you're not familiar with Karen Kusama, you should be. Also, Jennifer's body was fantastic. We just did an episode yes. on that. Um, Ty West. Yes. Uh, I, I really enjoy Same. him. And I think... He was one of mine. Uh, I, I, I want to see more from him. I don't think he's doing more. I feel like he's moved in a different direction. Um, but I would love to see more from Ty West. Um, also, uh, just like new filmmakers that have made one horror film that I want more of, uh, Babakamvari, who did, uh, Under the Shadow, um, I was really impressed by Under the Shadow and I'd love to see more from him. Um, Coralie Fargi, who just did Revenge, I like immediately need more from her, like now. And Robert Eggers, who did The Witch, I think um, all the research and love that he puts into his films, um, I think he could do a lot more for the genre. And I hope to see more from him as well. I like it. Um, I think two people um, not on your list that I would say are Jeremy Solnier 
Um, oh yeah, love totally. love me some green room. Um, yes, and Adam Wingard. Um, with the sure. exception of Blair Witch, I have a great time <laughs> with all of his films. <laughs> so, oh, that's I'm saving that discussion for next okay. week. Uh, okay, moving on. Those are great. Do you have more? The, those are really the more? only two that like jumped to my brain. What are the two that you said you had two that I mentioned? Oh, uh, so Ty West and um, Flanagan. Okay, cool. Not Kusama? No, I, I mean, really? yes. I, I Once I remembered, I forgot that she did The Invitation, which is like, you I love fucking the love The Invitation so much. And you like Jennifer's Body, I do. Too. That was a lot of fun. Um, I liked, yeah. horror-wise, I liked The Invitation more. Um, yeah, I really want to see more like along that along that vein, her. especially like, I, I literally need more yeah. from her to like, yeah, okay. um, Mar- Maddie Blaze says, congrats on your anniversary. What are some of your favorite horror movie soundtracks? Yes. Okay, anything John Carpenter? Yes, basically. uh, Suspiria. Yes. 100% like Suspiria. 1,000%. One, 5 billion percent <laughs> Suspiria. <laughs> oh, that that soundtrack is so crazy, especially if you like listen Girl. to it. Like I ha- like a record, like the record of it is like so chilling yeah. and so Did you amazing. get Did you get tickets for Goblin? I haven't. Yet? What are you fucking I'll waiting for? I'll do it. Well, I was waiting to see if I don't, I don't Are know. Are you fucking kidding okay, me? Okay. Get your fucking tickets. Oh my God. Okay. Are they sold out yet? Probably not. Okay. I got tickets in LA, no less. Like we could fucking go together. Okay. For Goblin. And Goblin is going to be playing while Suspiria is fucking You're on right. the screen. I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm, what are you I'm doing? buying tickets right now. So, are you waiting till the last minute when it's fucking You know, sold I out always wait bumped? till the last minute for everything. Wait until I'm in fucking LA going to an amazing show and you're not there. That's not okay, Carly. Get the fuck on I am that. right now. I'm unacceptable. Suspiria tickets. <laughs> She's doing it now. We're Los pausing Angeles. so Carly can go buy tickets to Goblin. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I can also do this. I can buy tickets and also speak about my favorite soundtracks, which includes Suspiria. Uh, yes. Um, I also love the soundtrack to Get Halloween. Out. Halloween, for Get sure. Out. Um, um, can we count the guest? Because I love that soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Abso- I listen to that soundtrack all the fucking time love the guest while kind of repetitive the soundtrack to it follows is actually really good it is agreed um can we count stranger things because also stranger things i like the electronica kind of soundtrack which is funny because i don't listen to electronic music in my normal life i don't either Uh, green room has green room has some good music green room has some super solid music in it yeah yeah we've named a good amount I'm sure okay. I'll think of another think, one and want to throw it in there, cool. but you know. Well, I'll keep going while you buy your tickets. Wait, which uh, one do you Goblin? have? Uh, <laughs> you're getting the premium seated because you're fancy, right? Fuck yes. I guess. I bought premium seats because I don't give a fuck, bitches. I am rich when it comes to going to see Goblin. It's like almost $200. For two people? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess that yeah. makes sense. 
You don't have to do that. I think Mania did it, though. I know. Also, I have to so be in the club. I, I can't not be in the club. I mean, you can wait if you want, but if it's sold out, it's And then I'm to just going to be really sad. You're going to be super sad, especially if you're in general admission and we're in like sweet oh, seats. Oh, I will with, not like, be in general shit. admission because I am a brat and I will not stand through Suspiria. No. Fuck Absolutely that. not. Who wants this? It's it's you. St- it's okay. So they're doing. Um, Goblin is playing over the film Suspiria. So they're playing the entire film, and Goblin's playing the entire score. And then after they're doing another set. That's so cool. You can't miss I that. Know. It's amazing. I'm, I got chills just thinking about <laughs> it. I'm so excited about it. Okay, I'm going to move on while you, you're doing whatever okay. you're doing. Final Girls Effects asks, for the 2018 Halloween film, are y'all Team Lori or Team Michael? Oh, 100% Team Lori. Who the fuck is Team Michael? Maybe Final Girls Effects is. How? We're not here to Who judge. Who is against Lori Strode? If anyone is against Lori Strode, they are a fucking monster and they deserve to be oh destroyed. Oh my god. You can't be against Lori. How are you against Lori? It doesn't even have anything to do with Michael. If you are not for Lori, you're a terrible person. Right? Okay. It's, I mean, this is not this is not something this is not up for debate in in my opinion. I'm team Lori. <laughs> okay. If, if. <laughs> um are you trying to be like Switzerland yeah, right now Switzerland. and not get like Are you still buying tickets? I, I can. Re- I'm or ready can to read, read the, the next, next one? one because okay, Nikolai Lufby. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did you? Yep, sounds perfect. How did you both meet your partners? Are they into horror too or no? My poor boyfriend has to go with me to all of these movies. He says he enjoys it, so I hope I, I hope he does for real. Um, I met him on my birthday. Like eight years ago. Um, On your birthday? Because I was going out with a bunch of my friends and we went to dinner and he was staying at one of my friend's houses. And so he came to um, the bar that we all went to afterwards to hang out. Um, And that's where we met. And then like pretty much like ever since that day, like that whole summer, we just spent like every day together. Aww. Sweet. Your turn. Um, okay. Getting into how I met my partner is strange. (laughs) So I don't want to get into too much detail. (laughs) Um, but what I will say is that he and I had mutual friends. Um, he and I knew each other for a long time. Not a long time, but like probably almost a year before we started dating. Uh, I was getting out of a relationship that was a long-term relationship, so he didn't want to, like, jump in, I guess. Um, But uh, once we started dating, that was it, and it was all over in terms of other relationships. (laughs) Um, He is not into horror, um, but he doesn't hate it. So, like, he's not weird like me, but he will, like, he especially likes more of, like, the action horror genre. Like, he hates supernatural films. He hates jump scares. 
but he will watch like Predator, Alien, uh, like any of those like actiony type horror films any day of the week. He also loves sci-fi. Yeah, Steve um, really loves sci-fi too. Like really old like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. We can do at any time of the of the week. Um, so eh, kind of, kind of he likes horror. Like he will definitely watch some, especially if it's like eighties mm-hmm. horror or something that's not really scary but really fun to watch. He's into it. Um, he doesn't love gore. Uh, it's pretty funny because when we first started dating. Or even when we were first married, I noticed he would be like, oh, close your eyes. If something really gory was on screen, I'm like, do you know who I am? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, you're really cute for wanting to shield me from this shit. But uh, this, I, I thrive on it. So I'm good. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, he's really not into horror um, in terms of, of being a horror nerd. Um, but he will. He's a trooper. There's definitely been a couple uh, dates that have been like romantic because he took me to see a movie i knew he didn't want to see um i thought it was very sweet like i know and i feel really bad i think i said it on the podcast when we saw a hereditary because i thought hereditary would be more like the witch where it's very understated and not very scary but it's very creepy because he likes the creepy thing um but it ended up being pretty scary and (laughs) The poor guy. He really liked it, but I think he had a really hard time getting through it. I mean, it's definitely like... He can't deal with jump scares. Like, he just cannot. He will leave the room very often when I'm watching movies for the show. Um, It depends on the movie, really, is the answer, I guess. Yeah, I think that that's... I feel like if um I didn't watch as many horror movies as I do, um, Steve wouldn't um watch them, like, on his own, you know? But because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. like this new movie came out. I really want to see it. Like he's always down. So that's nice. I'd really love to do an episode with <gasps> Steve and Tony sometime. So just so cute. people just so people can get a get a feel for our significant others and, and what they're like. Oh my like. gosh, that would be so fun. <laughs> and think, then yeah, we'll would, have to find like a good we, maybe like we can do like alien and aliens or something or something like that. They would both oh, be yeah. like down. That they would both be yeah. into. Yeah. You know what Tony really hmm. loves? Um, oh, fuck. Now my head is uh, not working. Let me look it up really quick. I mean, I'm just I'm just searching for it because I don't remember the names of things when I've drank two glasses of rosé. <laughs> um, for some reason. I don't know why, but for some reason, my brain kind of just stops working at that point. Uh, it's definitely an older movie. Total Recall. Oh my god, yes. He absolutely loves Total Recall. Like, he loves it. Loves it. So, he would, uh, he would appreciate that if we Amazing. did that. Maybe we can do an Arnold Schwarzenegger. We'll do, like, Predator and, uh... And total recall, I'm into it. and it could be like a fun sci-fi kind I'm of into it. episode. Okay. Um. Okay. Next, we have Austin Howard David that asks, "What are some horror remakes that you liked more than the original?" I know Carly's answers already. Fright Night. Sorry for that sound. That was my cat running. I knew you were gonna say that. Um. I knew that was happening before it that, happened. That like is 
Friday the thirteenth, yeah. Fright Night. But I like still. <laughs> can I answer yeah, for you? Yeah, you totally can. Um, because Fright Night, hundred percent. I fucking love the Fright Night remake so much, and I appreciate the original hundred percent. Um, it's just a little bit cheesy, and I love. I mean, we all know that I, how much I love Anton. So, um, and just the whole Fright Night movie in general. Sure, the re- they just did sure. that so well. Um, and yeah, I definitely like given the option of Friday the 13th OG and Friday the 13th 2009, 100%. I pick the new one. I don't like the original Friday the 13th, so I like the original, the, the remake more. Um, I don't know that I can say that for anything else. Uh, there's definitely remakes I like, but I can't say that I like them more than the original. Um, Fright Night is great, but I like the original more. Evil Dead remake is amazing. It's fantastic, but I can't even compare it to yeah. the original because it's so different. The original is so different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's all I got. The, the, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, absolutely no. not. No, Nightmare on Elm Street, better. not either. I still can't believe they remade either of those just leave them the fuck agreed especially if you can't do it right halloween remake is fucking trash and it belongs in the trash and it should never leave the trash (laughs) here here so really it's more like what horror remakes are okay that you (laughs) because i i just i can i can get behind those two i can get behind evil dead and i can get behind uh friday the 13th that's all I cool. got. I can't. I can't think of any more. There's probably more. That's all I can think of off the top. The top same of though. That's all I can think of too. Okay. Oh, actually, you know what? I take that back because I have recently watched uh, the Hitcher, and the remake actually isn't too bad. Oh, I never saw that. I can say that. Like, if you can hear my cat running around, she's being a fucking freak right now. I can't. So I can't. I can't help her. Okay, what's we got Fred B. next? Our good friend Ooh, Fred, Fred B. B. He says, what yeah. has been your least favorite movie that you've suffered through for the show so far? Oh, fuck. So I can't remember the first year. Satanic. I, oh, see, I would go with Hellions. Hellions was not nearly as bad as Honey Spider, which you hated. I did, but I couldn't, like, I kept falling, like, I could not even bear Hellions. I feel like. I mean, really, guys, last Halloween was just rough in general. I loved last Halloween. Guys, no. <laughs> Hellions was completely ridiculous and so boring. Honey Spider, which I thought had some promise to it, was boring and terrible. Murder Party was super fun. Um, are you just going through our Halloween movies? Because there's way more that we've done than that than those that are. No, horrible. I said last Halloween was super rough. Satanic, Satanic was fucking god awful. When did we watch that? Satanic from like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, but, but it says your least favorite movie that you've suffered through for the show oh. so far. So that continues that that consists of last year okay. as well. I'm gonna say Hellions. I just had no use for that movie. I think that's so funny because you hated Honey Spider so much more than Hellions. 
You did. I don't know if you remember how much you hated Honey Spider, but you really fucking I did hated hate Honey Spider. You were like mad at me for like two weeks. I after did hate that. Honey Spider. Maybe I hated that more, but I just remember that terrible filter that was used for like the last forty minutes oh, yeah. of Hellions. That's and true. I, like, I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't even. Again, my cat is pooping. I have no control over this noise. Lay is just getting in my lap right now. <laughs> <laughs> Our pets are really getting in the way today. Um, I also want to say Landmine Ghost Click was probably... Really, Haley? She is so ferociously digging in her pebbles. I never hear her, but I actually hear her. Well, it's because I'm not hiding in the closet today. I am out in the open. Um, she does not give a shit. <laughs> actually, she does. That's why we're listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> okay. Landmine Ghost Click was maybe the worst day of my life. Yeah. Satanic was also one of the worst days of my life, and Nails was another oh, one of the worst Nails days was pretty of my life. fucking terrible. I didn't. I. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like sat- Satanic by any means, but I like would rather watch Satanic three times in a row than watch Hellions one more time. Oh, I really disagree. And Honey with that Spider statement. probably. I mean- because apparently I hated that scene. I think Honey Spider is kind of like favorable in my head only because of how ridiculous and horrible it was. I just remember when they smushed the spider and I was just like, there's no way that yeah. that was fake and it bummed me out. Yeah, that's true. That was bummy. Okay. Okay. What's uh, the next question? He also asks, how many zombies could Rob Zombie rob if Rob Zombie could rob zombies? Four. I'm gonna, I was going to say like three. Okay, that's good. Uh, Tommy B asks, do you think that the DA was doomed from the start due to the jinx on the defense against the dark arts job, even if Harry wasn't an official teacher? No. Well, maybe. I mean. So when he says DA, he's referring to Dumbledore's army, right? Correct. Okay, so do you think that Dumbledore's army was doomed from the start due to the jinx on the defense against the dark arts job, even if Harry wasn't the official teacher? No. Um, no, I think the defense against the dark arts or Dumbledore's army was super effective and Same. great and and was super successful. I they don't were think still it holding it down even in, in the end. Yeah, I think through and through Dumbledore's army for life. Hell yeah. Even though I'm Team Slytherin. She is. But I feel like you could also, you could be as Team, you could be a Slytherin and like, Dumbledore's not, army at the same not time. Not be down with all the things. See, that I kind of feel like I'm school. Slytherin, but I'm also part of Dumbledore's army. I appreciate that. I, 100% I, I agree might be that you the can. only Slytherin that's part Dumbledore's army. Although I will say I'm a little bit chicken to be part of Dumbledore's army, so maybe I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's a Harry Potter question. Uh, Tommy B also asks With the movies you watch for the show now, can you still enjoy horror movies for their own sake? Great yeah. question. One hundred percent. I can, but it's not as easy as it was before. I feel like I'm more critical now, and I should be because I'm constantly um, making notes in my head about the movies I watch. Not just horror movies, but movies in general. I think in general, I'm more critical of the shows and the movies I watch. Um, not even horror related. Um, I try going back to like older shows and, and movies and I I'm, I pick up things that I, I don't think I normally would have always picked up on. Like it's harder for me to enjoy things just for the sake of enjoying them. I feel like I have to really like them for me to be able to enjoy them. Is that weird? No. I just, I just feel like in general I'm more critical and not critical in a bad way, but just I, I, I 
tend to dive deeper in things, it's hard for me to just enjoy the surface of anything anymore. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that just makes me a more um, intensive viewer, I guess. I think that that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, I definitely am more critical as well, but I also, I also just find, I don't know. I always try to find good things about movies also. Um, it doesn't always happen. Sometimes like if a movie really like is on the wrong foot with me, like forget about it. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I definitely would say that I'm, I'm more a little bit more critical with movies. Um, but at the same time, I still just try to enjoy everything that I go see. Yeah. Um, can we take a quick brief break so I can go urinate after drinking all this wine? <laughs> Please remain on the line as we value your call. totally here cool i went to go get more gin i am pouring myself some champagne yay okay let's continue the next question is uh by andy if you could remake any horror film you want what would it be that's a difficult question because honestly, in general, I don't want to remake any horror films. So if I'm going to remake a horror film, it's going to be one that I think has a good idea, but isn't complete. Um, What's the, the movie one, that we just watched? Asmodexia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We kept we, on saying, like, great idea. Great idea. Poor execution. Terrible execution. So really, like any film that I see that has a good idea and a terrible execution, I'm going to think that's a great one that's up for remake. That's one that stands out in my head. Although in terms of a film that's older, that has not been remade, that's very popular, that I think could be remade, this might not be popular, but I'm going to go with Reanimator. Interesting. Who has ever thought of remaking that? No one. And I think that they probably could just as easily. But in realistically speaking, what would make me personally happy um, is Dr. Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> because I love that movie and I just want more of it at all times. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, to be honest. Um, I think I agree with you with Asmodexia. Um, I don't necessarily feel like I'm super interested in remakes. Sure. Um, I prefer going to see like an original movie. Of course. Um, but that being said, I feel like I always end up seeing remakes. But I, I will say that I do go into remakes a little bit judgy. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think most people do. And uh, that's one of the things that was the hardest to swallow about Suspiria is mm -hmm. um, I wanted to hate it. I didn't want to see it. I wanted no part of it for the multiple years we knew about it. Mm-hmm. 
And now that I have trailers, um, I'm not so sure I can stick to my guns there. I'm excited about it. And I'm ashamed of that fact. (laughs) I think I was um, talking on Slack earlier today with some of our fellow modern horrors peoples and um, telling them about how I was arguing with some person on Reddit because they were talking about how they were not excited about the new Suspiria and how it was going to be terrible. It was going to be full of jump scares and crab walks. And um, I was like, but what's your basis for thinking that? Because everything I've, I've had, all the evidence I've had put in front of me for what this film is going to be is contradictory to that statement. Um, I, it absolutely looks like it's not going to be full of jump scares. It absolutely looks like it's not going to be full of crab walks. It looks genuinely creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's taking the plot of Suspiria and making it its own thing um, while still playing, paying respects to the artistic, um, the, the artistic feel of Suspiria without copying the artisticness of the original Suspiria. And really, if you think about it, what more could you ask without them actually remaking the same film? Do we want it to be a psycho from, you know, early 2000s with with what's his face? You know, like that was Vince Vaughn, a shot for shot remake of Psycho. No, nobody wants to watch a shot for shot remake of a movie. Um, But if you feel like you could really interpret a film that's wonderful um, in your own right and keep the same emotion behind it. Like I I felt one way about it before and now I feel like I feel completely differently. Like this is something that we're, we can look forward to, even though we feel guilty about it. I think a lot of people feel guilty about it and don't want to admit that it looks great, but it's undeniably looking fantastic for that film. I agree. I'm excited to see it. I'm curious to see it. Honestly, there's no other horror films coming out this year that I'm excited to see, except for Suspiria. I'm excited to see Halloween more than I'm excited to see Suspiria. Really? I'm way more excited to see Suspiria than Halloween. And I I was so against Suspiria. I know. I don't know why. I'm so, even like when I see, I'm like so bothered with Chick's wig. I don't, I can't, I don't know what it is, but every time I see. You need to get over that because it matters 0%. It kind of does. It doesn't. I how mean, does someone's how does a woman's hair matter more than the film? You need to get just, over it. It's just an aesthetic thing. I, I think it's, it's just it would, because of her coloring that it looks weird that she's a redhead. But other than that, it doesn't really matter. No, because I mean, it's one of those things that always bothered me in the craft as well, Sarah's hair. And so like then when we found out later that it like actually was a wig, like it made so much more sense. I still enjoy the movie, but it's still something that like triggered. Like it just makes me think it's like it would be the same thing with a guy too. It has nothing to do. Wig. <laughs> Coming I from the woman, by the way, the who just told me because I was having an existential <laughs> crisis about cutting my hair, and she said, "Well, if you hate it, you can just always wear a wig." Yet she is the most judgmental about wigs of anyone I've ever met. Hello, in my I'm judgmental life. about bad wigs. There are good wigs that are used you in think Hollywood I can in every a good movie. Wig on this kind of budget, I'm just come saying, on, lady. I'm just saying, there's good wigs. There's good movie wigs. I that can't afford a good movie wig girl. Yeah, but what's her face could? Susie. Susie Banyan can. 
I know, but you basically told me to to just get a wig if I don't like my haircut. And I can't afford a good wig. We'll get you a weave, girl. It's fine. <sighs> continue. <laughs> I just want to say before we continue with Andy's questions that Andy is a friend of my husband's uncle. He is... <laughs> I just want to preface this. Andy, hi, by the way. Uh, Andy is a man that I'm, I've am i known for a little while. He, not well, but he is my husband's uncle's friend. And I saw him recently at a party that my husband's uncle was having where we sat and talked about horror movies for like 20 minutes straight. And he knows a lot about horror and he's been watching horror movies forever. And it was just so enjoyable. And I told him about my podcast and he listened and I'm just thrilled that he oh, is asking awesome. questions. Yeah. Hi, Andy. So, hi, Andy. Please continue with the questions. Uh, if a train going north at 65 <laughs> miles per hour jumps off the track and hits a sailboat going south at 17 knots, how much peanut butter does it take to cover the moon? Seven. 14. Okay, continue. Uh, Bridget asks, <laughs> have you guys ever had a ghost or killer out for you in real life? I've told my ghost story before. Never like directly out for me, but I've like, I've had a ghost encounter. Is this when you went on your like ghost hunting adventures? Yeah, that's when we went to like the crazy like uh, okay. asylum. Um, Okay, I'm going to tell a story that is true in my brain <laughs> that I cannot commit to in real life. Okay. Does that make sense? I like okay. it. Proceed. Um, in my... Okay, did I ever tell you about the witch story of my childhood? I don't think so. Well, let let's me set the mood. Let's explore it. Let me set the mood. I'm going to bring bring my voice down into this very sexy voice that I have right now. I was approximately 12 years old, and I went to a flea market with my friend and her mother. And I found a, a, a person selling old jewelry. I approached this little shop. And there was a ring that called to me that I loved very much. It was a, a silver ring and it was made of knots. Like the whole front of the ring was just a bunch of different knots. Uh, I fell in love with the ring and I could afford it. So I gave her, I don't know how many dollars, whatever I had that my mother gave me for this shopping experience. I bought this ring. I put it on. Ever, all the rings this woman was selling were old. None of them were new. I, I don't think this ring was particularly valuable, but I just really loved it. So I was wearing this ring. I would, I was obsessed with it. I would uh, wear it every day. And at the end of every day, I would wear it anyway. And sometimes at night, I would take it off and I would put it in my jewelry box. And in the morning, I would put it right back on. So I started to have these dreams shortly after I bought the ring where this woman was summoning me in my dream. Mm. Um, it was an older woman. She had long, stringy gray hair. And every night she would come to me asking for the ring. And I would tell her, no, it's my ring. You can't have it. And one night, this was a reoccurring dream. I want to say I had it at least eight times. 
I would have this dream of this woman coming to me at least eight times. And on the next time I had this dream, this woman was aggressive. She became increasingly aggressive, but she became extraordinarily aggressive at this point, um, yelling at me that she wanted this ring and she was done waiting for this ring. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and I remember taking the ring out of my jewelry box and putting it on because the dream was so disturbing to me and I was so worried this woman was going to take this ring from me. I went back to sleep and when I wake up, woke up, the ring was gone. I have never seen this ring again. It's gone. It's completely gone. I have moved out of that bedroom and into another bedroom in my house as a teenager. Never found. We moved out of that house, completely cleaned out the house. Never found. I have since lived multiple places since then. It has never, ever come to fruition that this ring existed in general. Do you always, do you always take your rings off? Yes. At night? Yes. Mm. Even my wedding ring I take off at night usually and put it by my bedstand. I have never, I genuinely believe this woman came to me in a dream and stole my ring. There's no doubt in my mind that this happened. I don't care if anyone believes me or not. This is a this is an actual thing that happened to me, and I have never seen this ring again. Other times in my life, I have felt like there's ghosts and things following me, but I can kind of equate that to watching too many movies and freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, this I can't equate to anything. I cannot. There's no rhyme or reason to how that ring could have possibly disappeared because I took such good care of it. I cared so much for it. Um, And like I said, we completely cleaned out that entire house and moved out of that house. I've never been able to find it. That's so crazy. There's my story. I loved it. Yeah, there you go. Do you have any any other stories or is that the only one? That's really my only like. Okay. Super not like supernatural one. I think that like I really remember vividly. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's move on. Bridget also asks, what's your least favorite vegetable? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Oh, which I love. I don't know that I have a least favorite vegetable. I love vegetables. I definitely, pickles. No, I love pickles. I hate pickles. I don't think I have one. I love all vegetables. I'm pretty sure I do. Sometimes tomatoes, if they're raw and not super fresh. Oh, I can. But that's can, yeah. but that's still technically a fruit. Yeah. Not a vegetable. I've I've never met a vegetable I didn't like. Maybe like um, collard greens if they aren't cooked properly or like kale if it's not cooked properly. I guess that's it. But I still like them. Okay, let's continue. Um, um, Emma asks, what is one aspect of horror or urban legend that truly terrifies you? Ooh. I got this one. Okay, go for it. Immediately, urban legend-wise, guy in the backseat. Like, every time I get into my car, I always look in my backseat before I get in. 
Oh, I feel that's like a good one. it just like stuck. I don't know. Like it just st- stuck with me. I always look always. I do, too. That is a thing I do. I will say the new like Momo thing has freaked me out a little bit. Oh, yeah. I Have haven't really of- like looked into it. Other okay, than so what here's you the thing me. with here's the thing with Momo. And this is something for a much generation younger generation than I'm in. But apparently Momo is a thing where there's like a creepy woman that is a really from an art installation from like one of the from Asia somewhere. Um but it's a, you know, creepy woman face. And if you summon her through social media, like if you summon her through, I think it's WhatsApp is what are you summon her. And don't do this. You guys don't. I'm telling you right now, flat out, don't do this. But if you summon her through WhatsApp, she will constantly bombard you with um, horrific images and messages in the middle of your in the middle of the night. And if you don't respond to her, she'll claim that she's going to like haunt you in your dreams and stuff. I don't recommend doing this, but this is something I recently read about and it freaked me out a little bit. I'm like, why would someone do that? You know, I think it's a challenge like to befriend Momo on social media. And this is what happens to you. Ew, no, uh, thank you. No, why does that exist? No. Okay, moving on. I don't, otherwise, I don't really know that I really pay attention too much to urban legends and that it really scares me very much. Um, and I think uh, Home Invasion freaks both of us out. But oh I, my God, I, I can't. Still like, well, that's um, not, I don't feel like that's urban legend. I feel like that's real. <laughs> well, um, I, I think she said something about just like horror movies in general, like one aspect of horror. Oh, oh. Yes, Home Invasion is top. I can barely watch Home Home Invasion. You'll notice on the podcast, we don't do a lot of Home Invasion. I know, even though The Strangers is totally streaming. That's not, um, that's on purpose. It really freaks me out a lot. And and I like The Strangers. I can't. I can't. I watched it once and it fucked me up for like months. I'm really freaked out. Did you ever watch the second one? No. I heard it's good though. It was fun. At I least think parts of it are I good. I feel like you'd enjoy it because it's Probably. less home, like specific home yeah. invasion than the first one is. Yeah. I'm seriously freaked out at my house when I'm by myself. So anything that like reflects that, I can't. Like I have a hard enough time al- already dealing with that. <laughs> so especially if I know if like my husband's going on a trip or something, I really can't deal. Okay, continue. Uh, Steve A. asks, if you could have, I'm um, sorry, if you could have been in any classic film, what would it have been? Classic film. Hmm. Ooh, I'm guessing not horror. Maybe horror. Maybe I don't classic know. horror. Maybe. But what's Which like classic? I haven't seen a lot of, to be honest. You haven't what? I haven't seen a lot of classic horror films, but I'm kind of leaning towards like the birds, maybe. Oh, I really like the birds. It's, I think that would have been fun to be in. I don't know if he's asking like physically be in like the the world of the movie or like act in the movie. I'm gonna say act in the movie is what I and interpreted it as. Okay, interpreted it. At, you know, whatever. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead and have some more to drink, Burl. That's fine. Okay, let me take another sip. I called you Burl, by the way. <laughs> I get you, Burl. Come on, Burl. <laughs> um, uh, if any classics, I feel like 
if we're going like classic classic, I would say like the blob would have been really fun to be Ooh, in. Good answer. Good answer. Thanks. Good answer. That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. Okay. What does he um, also ask? Steve also asks, where do you see movies going to? Where do you see movies going to? VR or some other element to keep people in- interested? Um, I think VR is probably the next thing to come. I think it's... Uh, I think I it's think already creeping in. I th- VR, I'm I mean. surprised I'm not seeing more political horror right now, honestly, with yeah. how everything is the going state of um, i think i think very soon we will be seeing more i know jordan peele already is is pushing that route um we saw american horror story doing some political horror um i really see more of that happening um i'd like to see more of it i'm, I'm not against the vr thing although i will say that i don't know that i could handle virtual reality when it comes to horror it might be a little too much for me. My little heart can't take it. <laughs> I would My love. Little heart. Yeah, I think I agree with you because even uh, I remember playing. Oh God, what is this movie? It was like video game for. I think it was Xbox 360, and I wish I could remember the name, but I'm like totally blanking right now. But it it was like a horror movie kind of in a video yeah. game. And, like, we would play it with, like, the lights out, and it scared the shit out of me every time. So I don't even think that, like, like putting on that little, like, VR thing would just oh, I could totally My scare the shit out of me. It. <laughs> I like the idea of it. I just don't know if I could really hang. It would scare the shit out of me every time. Um. Okay. So, uh, we're reaching towards the end of our anniversary episode. We've answered all of our listener questions. And now it's time for our dun 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 Second Anniversary Final Girls Award Show! Yay! Hooray! Yay! Okay. So, we're just going to go through and we're going to slowly nominate and uh, eventually pick the winner of each of these categories. So the first category up, Carly, is most drool-worthy dude award. Okay. Uh, Who are your nominees for this? I have Ethan Embry, Cheap Thrills, because obviously. Um, And then I have Ryan Phillippe in I Know What You Did Last Summer or Wish Upon. I'll take either one. Hmm. I think that you might have forgotten Mr. Kevin Bacon for Stir of Echoes. I along with that. Half did, half didn't. So one ups to Ethan Embry because I also had him written. <laughs> so is he like automatically the winner? I think automatically he might be the winner. We, Just we in both. general, Ethan Embry's the yeah. winner. So congratulations, Ethan Embry. To be fair, because um, we did talk about like uh, for a good solid ten minutes about those buttons popping off his shirt. amen just like (laughs) all of it is good we're good with that oh so cool so good so true whatever okay uh moving on what's our next award that we're giving out girl crush award girl crush the final girls girl crush award for the 2017-18 season is who are your nominees uh sarah michelle geller and i know what you did last summer because i love her so much uh and then rose mcgowan in jawbreaker 
Oh, those are great. I also nominated Samra Weaving from The Babysitter. Oh, that's a good one. Who is like super babe. Yeah. Super babe. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. I like your suggestions. I'm going to stick with Samra Weaving on this one. I'm going to stick with Rose. Yeah, fuck. You're going to make me choose between Samra and Rose. So she's like, (sighs) fuck. All right. Rose gets it. (laughs) I mean, there's no debating Rose McGowan's a total babe, right? Oh, my God. She's so hot. Super babe. Especially in that that movie. Yeah. Honorable mention to Samra, though. 100%. She looks fine. Amen. Gorgeous. Love her. I had such a girl crush on her during that movie. The babysitter's great. Okay. Uh, Scariest film with the Keep You Up at Night Award. Um, I said The Descent. Okay, my nominees were The Ritual, The Ring, and The Descent. Although I agree with you on The Descent, I'm going to be honest, I really want to push for The Ritual on this one. I support that. I'll go with The Ritual. I feel good about that. Amen! Ritual is the winner of the Final Girls Keep You Up at Night Award. I feel good about it. There we go. What's next? Uh, most boring. <laughs> Mo- uh, the snooze award, the most boring film. Oh my god, there's so many. So I talked about Hellions and Honey Spider for the entire time. So those two are the ones that I picked. Okay, my nominees were Jaws two, The Bad Batch, which I feel guilty about, and The Town the Dreaded Sundown. Both of them. <laughs> well, you know I'm not picking The Town the Dreaded Sundown. <laughs> But I will... Or Jaws 2. Will you pick Jaws 2? I won't, but I will pick The Bad Batch because I forgot about that one. Oh, I feel bad picking The Jaws, but, picking the Bad Batch. But like, really, but why, though? Because I love Anna Lily so much and for no other reason. But wasn't it crazy? But like, you wanted it to be better. Okay. The Bad Batch wins. I feel bad about it. I love you, Anna Lily. I do. I love Don't her so much. I love her more than I love you. And I love you a lot. (laughs) I love her so much also. I don't love her more than you because, you know. Oh, well, don't say that. Now I feel hurt. (laughs) Why do you feel hurt? about you. Well, I'm sad. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. Uh, The next award we are handing out is called the Green Pea Award. It is the grossest film we've watched in the past year. My nominees were Antichrist. And society as well as bad taste. I totally picked society. Society fucking wins it. It was so, especially just the end is just so gross. Just the shunting. Oh. It's all the shunting. And the that word causes shunting. the gross part. <laughs> <laughs> also the butthead part. You know, the dad turns into Oh my God, it's so weird. Oh, and one of my friends posted that. Um... I don't think they even knew what it was from, but one of my friends on Facebook posted that as a what the fuck is this moment? Um, Like, check out this weird meme, and I don't know what this is from. And Im- immediately I was like, oh my God, that's from society. Yeah, she knew right away. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay, what's the next award we're handing out? Uh, creepiest villain. The creepiest <sighs> villain. That's a hard one. Um, okay, mine. Do you want to know what mine are? Or you want to go first? You go first. 
Okay, so my nominees are Levi Miller from Better Watch Out or Allison Williams from Get Out. Oh, nice. Um, I picked uh, Levi Miller from Better Watch Out as well. Oh, okay. Amen. I can get behind that. He's super creepy. He's so creepy because you're like, oh, he's just, he just is a, a little boy. Little and then you're like, oh my yeah. God, he is fucking satanic. A fucking monster. Yeah. yeah like, holy shit. Monster. Yeah. He's adorable and a monster I at know. the same time. Holy cow. Yeah. Acting. Great acting. Uh, final girl award. So this is for our favorite final girl of the past year. I chose Veronica from Heathers. Okay. My nominees were Veronica from Heathers or Jesse from Gerald's Game, who is super badass also. She is super badass. I've, I can get behind Veronica. Okay, though, I was gonna say I prefer. Yeah, Veronica from Heather's. She's uber badass. Yeah. like there's no getting over her badass. No, she's like the ultimate. Okay, and then you know to keep it gender neutral, mm-hmm. final boy award. Who's our favorite final boy from the past year? So I had a uh, cheap thrills dude. Okay. Um, a kid from the babysitter. <laughs> I don't remember anybody's name. Okay. Um, or I do remember this guy's name, Chris from Get Out. Yeah. I have Chris from Get Out and William Cat from House. Oh, um, nice. I didn't even think about him. But I'm going to go with Chris because I think Chris really like rises above all of the bullshit and really succeeds. So Chris from Get Out wins, I think. I agree. I support that. Okay. Um, so we have But Why? But Why? But our but why. why our famous but why award why did this movie happen why does this movie exist <laughs> and who are your uh suggestions for that one uh, for but why i have honey spider yeah and you reminded me of the bad batch so i'm gonna throw that in here my but why suggestions are death spa okay yes that's fair <laughs> um honey spider and the killing of a sacred deer Honestly. I support all of those, really, to be honest with you. <sighs> really between Death Spawn Honey Spider, though. Because the killing of a sacred deer has some other stuff going for it, so I will let it go. Um, I'm going to... I mean, Honey Spider, because why? Yeah. Why? Because really but why? really why? Yeah. But really... I mean, Death Spawn at least has some enjoyment factors. <laughs> Understood. Okay. Uh, the next uh, award is for our underdog film of the year, um, aka the most underrated film that we uh, discussed in the pr- past year. My uh, nominees are The Triangle, Jug Face, and Honeymoon. I totally had The Triangle and Honeymoon. Yeah. Wow. Um, Not The Triangle, though, huh? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with The Triangle. I think the triangle might win this one. Yeah. I think that's going to be my pick. Amen. The triangle is our most underrated underdog winner. Uh, creepiest inanimate object award. I had Brahms from The Boy. Mm. My nominees were Brahms from The Boy, The Fetus Jug from Jug Face. Or the spy ga- spyglass from Ouija Origin of Evil. Oh. 
I didn't even think about that. Does that change no, I'm gonna stick your with the doll. I'm good with Brahms because he's super creepy. He's so creepy. He's so creepy. Okay. Oh, uh, a final girl favorite. This next one, not Brahms. But I mean, also, oh. we liked him too, but. Okay, go ahead. The longest peen sequence. No, no, no. There's one more before that. I have. That's what I have. Shit. Did I miss one? Most forgettable. Oh, I have that one before peen sequence. It's so forgettable, Carly, that you forgot about it. I had that as my last question. Whoops. Oh, my God. Okay. It's a live document. There's no way you could miss that. Oh, no. I copied and pasted them into a thing. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm going off of my Evernote. She forgot about the most forgettable. <laughs> it's, I guess it's fitting, though, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) and you're welcome oh my god that's hilarious (laughs) oh my god i love you so much please can we Uh, talk about the most forgettable (laughs) i guess i was so excited about the peen um oh my god (laughs) so i i chose two movies that i don't remember at all but i know that we watched them um, sure. <laughs> Hay- Hayride and Tales of Halloween. Okay. I don't remember either of those movies. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really remember A Honey Spider either or Satan's Little Helper. Um. Oh my God, I love Satan's Little Helper. That cannot be unmost forgettable. Oh no, I-, I do remember the boogers. Never mind. I don't remember really Honey Spider except for the smushing. Okay, my nominees are Demonic, Nails, and Hellions. I remember nails, like I guess. So I remember I'm go nails. With de- I can- demonic. When we were like, okay, we have to include demonic. I was like, what the fuck is demonic? I don't even remember watching that. So I'm really gonna nominate demonic. I actually 100% support demonic because I was scrolling through Instagram today and Mania posted about it and was like, oh, maybe I should watch that. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I su- we did an entire episode on it and you still forgot. Yeah. So I think that we should use demonic. <laughs> Cause obviously I don't remember that movie at all. Can either. I go ahead and say if you guys are interested to see what movies we're including in the past year, please feel free to go on Letterboxd. My name is a wiki, A-W-I-K-I on there. You can find our final girls episodes list on there. And I make a note. I think it's around episode 48 or so where we're including uh movies from the past year yeah um but yeah no demonic totally wins because it was one. it was honestly the first movie we discussed after the new year of final girls don't remember but it at still all. i uh don't remember it even a little bit and the other movie i did with that movie we did with that movie i remember so the blackwell murders i believe or something like that i don't know i remember that one at least i remember blackwell that one most. as well yeah. Okay. Okay. So dun dun na comes to the moment you've all been waiting for. My arms are outstretched. I'm very <laughs> excited about this award. We all the, are. The moment you've all been waiting for. The longest peen sequence. Duh. Of the past year. Duh. I mean, the winner is Carly. Creep Please two. Announce. Penis. Yes. Yes! The longest peen sequence. Cheers. Mark Duplass, your award is in 
the male. Ten out of ten. Amen. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> would, wa- would watch again. <laughs> would watch again. <laughs> Didn't we say that when we watched it? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I just remember sending you the eggplant after I was done watching it. It's just like 20 minutes of his penis. And she's just like, all right, that's your penis. And he's like, that's Here's my, my penis. Here's my vagina. What up? And he's what like, up, but what about my penis? And she's like, I got a vagina, so it's fine. And he's like, but my penis. I mean, penis. it's not a bad penis. I've seen some penises <laughs> in my day. It's, it, it ranks up there. It's not so bad. I love that he's just like, yep. Here it is. He's trying to what make her think? uncomfortable. And she's just like, that's a dick. Peen. Here's my dick. Enjoy. And we're just this like, for you. we're just like, yup, we're talking about this on the cast, making the notes, <laughs> making the peen notes right now. It's going to win an award in a year. Oh, yeah. We basically were like, well, that's going to be a nomination for next year. And so now it has to just be, it's going to be on there for all time. And with that, we end, we end our anniversary episode. How long has this episode gone It's going to be on? like an hour and a, f- a half long. Sorry. A very long time. You are welcome. <laughs> I know you guys will enjoy this as much as we have. Um, so uh, next week, Carly, we are doing a Blair Witchian episode. Extravaganza, will be talk- if you will. We will be talking about the original Blair Witch Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows, as well as the remake that came out uh, just last year of, um, sorry, two years ago now? How is that possible? Of the Blair Witch. Um, so Blair Witch is currently streaming on Amazon Prime or Prime Video, uh, Hulu, and Epix. Uh, the Blair Witch Project is currently streaming on Prime Video and Shudder, as well as Book of Shadows, which is also streaming on Prime Video and Shudder. So if you have Prime Video, you are in on it. We are watching all three, and we will be discussing all three next week. Um, stoked for it. Carly's stoked for so it. So stoked. Um, there will be so much arguing about the new Blair Witch. So if you're interested in that at all, uh, that will be fun for you. I liked it and Carly hated it. So that'll be fun. I haven't rewatched it since the theater, though. Me either. So really, I have no idea. You haven't either. I haven't. So maybe I, I ask that you keep an open mind with this. She did. And I said, we'll see. <laughs> I ask that you try to keep an open mind. I don't know why that's a you'll see. It's just more like I will try to keep an open mind. I will. I promise. Okay, okay love. Well, thank you for having such a wonderful anniversary episode with me. I really enjoyed this experience and I love you and I look forward to another year of Final Girls. Same Z's. Boom. Boom. We out, guys. Here's to another year. Okay, are we supposed to do the bye thing? Okay, let's try. Last time it didn't go so well. Can we harmonize? Bye. (laughs) Bye. 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 I'm going to take a lower high. Whatever you want. Okay, here we go. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I didn't do it. That's not harmonizing, Carly. I can't do it. I can, but okay, I can't. You, you do it and I'll harmonize with you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm back. I don't have headphones. Okay, now I'm really back. Are you there? Are you peeing too? Pee twins.